Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is May 3rd. Happy May, everybody. I don't even know how we got to May so fast, but we did. We're here. We have really been through a lot as a group since we stopped doing the show for this unspecified time because illness is unspecified, right? We can't predict what's going on. Um, We had one of our listeners Maria, who lost her husband, and our prayers and our love and all our support is with you, Maria. It's, you know, never, ever less than just shocking and disbelief at how big loss is and what that what that feels like. And we're all here for you if you need us, when you need us. And... Also, those who have faced illness in this time, I've gotten some inboxes from some of us who've had to face so much. And I have to say, in the last, I want to say, fully 18 months of all of our lives, the life and death conversation has become very common because of COVID-19. And we had so many talks about it, what, how it's affecting us, how it gave us time, our world shutting down, our world reopening, and how it's reopening, and what are we keeping from what we had and what we found in this time. And, you know, I've had a lot of time to think myself, we do have somebody very ill, and it seems like Every time I take off to help, we hit a new normal of more illness, more ravaging of illness. And these days with medication, they can plug a lot of holes. Those holes that get plugged have side effects and have issues that happen as a result of them as that, you know, they just send you home and and there you are with your family with pain and with issues and you're not a doctor and you got to figure it out. But it's a very humbling time to realize because 
there's nothing else you have to think about and see is the depth of emotion that comes with talking about, feeling, and doing all the work it takes to fight for a life. And when you think about it, you think also bigger the nurses and the doctors. And last week, we were in emergency um, for a procedure. We didn't have like that kind of emergency that we've been having. This was actually a planned emergency. And we're in the emergency room in Southern California where you know how populated it is here. And when we walked in the emergency room, there was nobody there. There was nobody in there. Not even like a sick person, just normal sick, not COVID sick even. There was nobody there. While we were there, two or three patients came in, but the room out in the hall where we usually wait, it wasn't because of COVID that nobody was there in terms of social distancing and them not letting people in or family members in. There was just nobody there. So I thought, oh, wow. You know, in numbers, that's getting better. And you always look in that rearview mirror like, is it past us? Did we did we pass that by? Are we done? But there's, there was more to it that just stayed in my mind, and it kept coming back to time, time, why we're here, what we have in common. And, yes, we are all here at the same time in history. Yes, if you are here, your work is not done. But how we're releasing the people in our lives has also changed because we have seen so much turn or change so fast that we have learned to accommodate that, wow, you know, oh, they were done. That was their conclusion. And it also made us look at our own lives, like what do I want to do? I'm still here. There must be a reason. A lot of us know that our learning is only based on love. Everything else, these experiences that we think we want to have and all of that, we will get to. But if we have that underlining foundation of understanding why we want to do something, and we've had a long time to process this, we have now based our decisions on why instead of when. We're not getting impatient that, oh, I need to get this like right now. But our bigger question is why do I want this? Why is that important to me? What do I want back from it? What makes me want to do it? Like I remember in the beginning of the shutdowns and all of a sudden couldn't go to a grocery store and there were lines and, you know, there were lines for everything we did if we dared go out. I know people who didn't go out the whole time. I went out every weekend because I needed to get food and that was, in my mind, my my. I want to say balance and my my fun 
was just going to a grocery store. And then for the first time in life, seeing empty shelves and seeing things I've never seen before. And realizing that everything as we know it could go away in a second, which it did. In the beginning, we all wanted to hoard. We wanted to hold on to. We wanted to buy what we could. Sales went up for all these online businesses. But then we leveled off. We calmed down. We started thinking about what we want. Because we got rid of so much junk, we could see ourselves trying to replace the junk with more junk that we were going to give away a year from now. So we kind of slowed that down and things started to plateau. Things like fixing our homes or changing our homes became super important to us. Because for the first time, for a lot of us, we were actually spending a lot of time in our homes. For a lot of us, we were sitting with our kids for the first time to do homework or even see what they were doing instead of just asking about their grades and getting them help we were the helpers and it gave us a new appreciation for what everybody's doing for what everybody's going through being involved in each other's lives and now with whatever we're left with in our lives Words like, I cherish my life, are starting to come into our heads. Words like, my family is important to me. All of the things that seemed corny became real, are real now. Things like anger and resentment in this time and some increased because they felt isolated. And in a lot of people, it got resolved. They've been far enough away from the things that stimulated their anger. And they couldn't act it out because they couldn't find the people or the situations to do it in. And for most, they found an outlet for it of understanding that, hey, why did that make me so mad? What triggered that? And what did I really want to accomplish by hurting someone else? Putting them in their place. It's been reported that there were a lot of people who split up and it wasn't out of anger anymore. It was out of them spending so much time together realizing that what they were holding on to was just being rushed through, but there was no feeling. And then there were others who thought they were far apart and realized they were a lot closer than they ever thought. They've learned to argue as an argument, not against each other, but just a difference of ideas. And those arguments started to become conversations, bonding, 
with ourselves allowed us to bond with our children and with our partners and with our friends and with our families. Because if that did not happen in this last now over a year, and it feels like many years in this year because we grew so much to think only a year ago we had the shutdowns. And the reality a lot of countries lived are still being lived in our world. The value of a vaccine, even though there's anti-vaxxers and vaxxers and however you want to look at it, it did slow it down. For everyone who took a vaccine, whether the anti-vaccine groups realize it or not, has also protected those who oppose it. And our numbers are going down. And we're looking at what happens when that help is not available. And now we're all trying to help. It's not an issue that puts us on an island by ourselves. It galvanized our world. It made us look at our vulnerabilities, at our inconsistencies, at our feelings about each other, about hurting some people because of who they were born to be. Like telling God, hey, you made a mistake. You made that person that color. Or you made a mistake. Those people live on that land. It's pretty hard to say those things right now. That level of compassion And we all got dwindled down to love. We had to go through all these layers of, well, because of this and because of that. And then at the end of the day, it's because there wasn't love there. And anywhere there wasn't love, separated, went on in a different direction in search for that love. And everywhere there was love, it grew in depth. But at least we got the answers It made me realize how when I first saw Christ and all he talked about was truth and love and purity over and over again, and I was just at wit's end, like how much more could you tell us? And I realized that now he's showing us every single minute of every single day. We're so much more aware of using our time rather than running through our time. That we appreciate a bike ride, a walk, a visit, seeing somebody's whole face, seeing a smile. And even covered, we have learned to communicate with our eyes, with a nod, with a wave. We didn't realize how much we needed to see each other. What an effect that has on our lives and on our well-being. 
we were never meant to be alone. And when we got stripped of each other's gifts, that's when we saw each other's gifts. Oh, they always came over and they were always smiling. You know, so-and-so was just such a good listener. Hey, I want to see how my friend is doing. Hey, I can't see you, but I can leave a meal behind your door. Realizing that homelessness didn't mean somebody was bad or lazy. And I've heard people used to say that. I heard them say that. But we found out homelessness was people who also worked and still couldn't afford housing where they lived. We found out that homelessness carries with it a huge burden of mental illness. There was no stone left unturned in this time. I don't care what color we are. I don't care what language we speak. I don't care what country we're from. I don't care if we live in a home or the street. But we are now looking at ourselves as people first. Period. And anyone who can't see that yet kind of looks like It's dated information that you can't see that. Like it's from years ago, like, well, how how could you feel more important than someone else? What makes your soul better than mine? That's just not true anymore. I got, like, so excited that we were going to do the show today, yet I I still do feel very quiet. I get real um, focused when I am put in a position where somebody's life is actually in my hands. I didn't know how I was going to go, good morning, everybody, every morning. Or if I could even be mentally awake by the time I did a show. Yet every day in my heart, I missed everybody. I missed us talking. And I thought, it'll, it'll come, I'll know when. And in the last week, even though things did not get better, we, we have a schedule and I have help. It's, it's not the kind of help like somebody coming over and helping. It's that some of the medical treatments that were being done in the home are now, are now being done in a facility. So I know that they are safe and they are sound for a few hours every week and they're getting the treatment they need. And it gave me some space to think. It gave me that big, precious, precious asset in our lives and that was time. Time to regenerate, time to rejuvenate, time to talk to people, time to hear what other people are doing. Because we need each other. We feed off of each other in life. And I know there is nothing that I'm telling you today 
that you already didn't run through your mind in some way. But yet, putting that on the table, people moving just from the group, from one country to another, experiencing illness, experiencing loss. Yet we all experiencing love deeper. When I go back now and I read Origins of Truth, I am now reading a different book. What I understood it to be when Christ said, you'll, you'll continue to learn about truth and love and purity over and over again, just like he wrote about it over and over again. But you'll learn it in greater depth. And we're learning it in greater depth. This is what it looks like. And people cannot hide. None of us can hide. The minute we start talking, Someone will know where we stand by the language we're using. We went through a period during the hardest time in, in our history of our world shutting down, of polarization, on so many issues that on top of having the illness ravage and everything happening, we couldn't agree with each other. And we had to see the effects of that and what that meant. And the ones who wanted to remain better than the others, whoever they were, right? Whoever they were. You could see them as clear as day. Learning that it wasn't about being right or wrong anymore. It was about doing things that help each other or not. No one had time to point fingers. No one had the energy to point fingers. So we realized that responsibility was ours in our own lives. We either create the life we want or we won't have the life we want. There's no in-between. We lost jobs and yet we created many more entrepreneurs in this time than we ever have in our history. Talents that were just dormant, that people didn't even know they had, showed up in their lives. That inner feeling of not knowing how to help others is no longer a mystery. Kids were creating food drives, helping the older people. All of these things now are normal. They're normal to us. Now it's not like we heard one story of one special child who's doing this program, but now there are hundreds of stories. The templates are created that people first. Even as we are crawling back step by step, going back, we actually are not going back to anything. We are now living in, living in a new normal, and we all know it. We're rewriting 
We're taking out the parts we don't like. We're deciding how we're going to do this. We're deciding what we're going to go back to and what we don't really care for as much. And I know this one sounds weird, but yesterday I was just reading about how the NBA, the you know basketball and baseball and how the ratings are the lowest that they have ever been. And it's because people now have sat idly for so long They don't want to sit anymore. It's not that those sports lose importance because, you know, especially for athletes, and my son is one, it's a big deal. But now they've got to step it up. Everything has become so dehumanized. It's not just about good players and a bunch of teams. It's about personal stories. We want to know who we're watching. If we don't know who they are and we are not connected to them, we don't give it time anymore. We just are starting to discern every single thing that we do. We don't even realize that we're going through, is this worth my time or not? Can I give this time? Will it infringe on the things I love doing. And by now we kind of know what what that is. And now that, that thing where Christ always says, time is your greatest asset, we're using it as an asset now. If any of us are still here, we are still here because we still need to affect the world that we live in. Our energy is part of it. Nobody is off on an island. Nobody. If we're here, we are not done. You may not know what it is. You may think, oh, well, it's just today, and I'm not really going to do much today. Energy is part of our world, and there is an effect because we are all connected. And I know all the things that sounded cliche, like, yeah, we're all connected. But the minute I said that, because Christ showed me we are all connected by a golden thread. We are all spoken to through each other because energy precedes words. And it even precedes our physicality, where our bodies are. There is always communication between us. And every single one of us that is here is part of that. That is why you will have an idea and a few hours later or a day later or a week later, you will hear that idea somewhere. Someone talking on a TV show, on a radio show. You'll read it. You'll see it online. And you go, I was just thinking that. I just thought that exact same thing. And we're like, think it's all a coincidence. But it's because we are actually connected through energy. 
And as long as you're here, your energy is part of. That's why Christ says, and he says it a lot, that energy precedes words. doesn't matter what language we are. doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter what we think we know. Whatever we think and whatever we do is part of this mix. And these realizations, these very subtle realizations, have changed all of our lives. Whether we we pulled them out and talked about them or not, it's an extremely amazing thought to think that whatever any one of us is thinking now, that we're adding to this understanding that we will all eventually have at some point. That's how big energy is. And that's why it's as big as it is. Christ called it the golden thread. From our Garth, from the middle of us all the way around. It's an amazing thought. But when Christ says you matter, you matter, period. You guys, it's already over with. I love you. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great start to your week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.